going on, gang? Hi, Rodney. Brother Ryan. What's going on, David? <laughs> yeah, I'm on time-ish. What's up, Eric? We're live. You're on the radio. <laughs> yep. We're good. We're good. Yep. Hope everybody's having a good weekend. Brother Allen, how's it going, buddy? Fighting the heat in Illinois, I'll bet you are. Hi Sue, glad you're here, honey. Hi Mom, glad you're here, sweetheart. Glad you came over and visited today. It was awesome. Hi Andrea, Jr. Thanks for the cheesecake, baby. <laughs> Brother Dave. Hi Greg, glad you're here, buddy. Larry Nailgun Senior Junior in the gang. Love you guys. Brother Rod. Hi Mark. Hi Debbie. Medley from the Dead South. It's a catchy little tune, isn't it? You want to just snap your fingers and tap your toes. Like I said, hope everybody's having a good weekend. Welcome to the Infidel Coffee Hour Live, episode 111. Of course, we had to start over because they deleted my page. Uh, erased it. Delete really isn't a strong enough word. Erased. As though it had never existed. See if anybody snuck in since I've been on here. Hi Marilyn, Michael. Hope you guys are having a great night. Hi Stuart. I'm sure you're somewhere close there in the whereabouts. Uh, things are going crazy in the world, folks. I'm sure I'm not... Uh, making you aware of anything you weren't already aware of. We're going to do a live feed tonight, and this is probably going to get me banned off YouTube fucking permanently, but truthfully, I rightly don't give a shit. You know, if, if we're going to self-fricking-muzzle ourselves because we're afraid we're going to get kicked off these social platforms, then what the fuck is the sense of even being on here in the first place? We are submersed in nothing 
but fucking lies. Propaganda, social engineering, and, and it is just absolute bullshit what they are doing, not only to America, folks, but to countries around the world. Australia is being decimated by the same globalist, lying, fucking COVID bullshit that we've been enduring here in America. They're, they're much further down that sewer hole than we are, though. Like I said, this will probably be my last live feed on YouTube. Uh, unless I make a new channel, because they're not going to like what I have to say tonight. These articles and stuff I have, you know, we even have an article that came from Candace Owens, and I'm just going to read part of it, because it, it describes exactly what's going on everywhere. And it says, this is shocking. 60% of people being admitted to the hospital with COVID-19 in England have had two doses of a coronavirus vaccine, according to the government's chief scientific advisor. And so she goes on to ask, how is this possible? Delta variant is not the answer because the Delta variant wouldn't spare the unvaccinated. Exactly. This is just common sense shit, folks. So the big question is, as we go on here, is why the big fucking lie? Okay, this is bigger than money, folks. These people are beyond money. This isn't about money anymore. Okay, money is fucking worthless. Absolutely worthless. Now, if you were to tell me this was about gold and silver, or bullets, or guns, or food supplies, but in all actuality, this is about control. We're being fucking lied to by everybody, okay? And nobody's going to come save us, all right? Everybody with their Donald Trump 2024 flags, tear them up and throw them away, because Donald Trump is not going to save us. We're on our own, folks. If there's any way to get out of this, it's going to be that we will have to fight our way out of this. That is the bottom line, or submit to eternal fucking slavery and submission to these panty-waist, faggot-loving little motherfuckers, okay? I, for one, would rather be dead, okay? That's my opinion on it. None of us live forever, and I'm sick and tired of listening to this driveling fucking bullshit from these little pansy-ass fucks like Fauci, that pissant little fucking weasel, okay, and Bill Gates and the rest of these pansy asses that couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag, and they're going to act as though they're going to inflict something upon the people of this world. There's more of us than there are of them. It's just a matter of how many people have any fucking spine to stand a hard line and tell these people, go fuck yourself. This is my goddamn property fucking line. Stick it up your fucking ass. And we're not going to listen to it. We're not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to wear your stupid fucking mask, okay? I'm not going to follow your stupid fucking mandates and your social distancing. This is horseshit. Absolute horseshit. We look around 85% of new COVID Delta infections in Israel are fully vaccinated. I'll read that again. 85% of new COVID Delta infections in Israel are fully vaccinated. It is the vaccinated who are more likely to be hospitalized and develop critical illness. If Israel was a world experiment, as Benjamin Netanyahu presented it at one stage, this experiment is now turning into a disaster, at least for the vaccinated. In Israel, the vaccinated are becoming infected at a growing rate and as such are spreading the virus rather than stopping it. We also have a good reason to believe that the rest of the Western world will be witness to a similar pattern as it has followed the Israeli vaccine doctrine. Because in Israel, if you remember back a few live feeds ago, I told you that it is mandatory vaccination over there. 
you will go nowhere outside the confines of your home if you are not vaccinated. And we're starting to see the fallout of this. I know a dozen people personally that died within days of getting their vaccination. And I'm sure there are many of you out there that know the same, okay? This is fucking genocide is what this is. It is a grand experiment at our expense while they make billions of dollars or whatever it is. Like I said, truthfully, folks, these people are beyond money. They're beyond uh, measured wealth by money, okay? They have land, they have mansions, they have everything they could possibly need. They probably have underground cities, okay, that us miscreants are not welcome to. But this is the bullshit we're putting up with. On July 9th, we learned that Pfizer planned to ask U.S. and European regulators to authorize an urgent booster dose of its COVID-19 vaccine based on evidence of greater risk of infection six months after inoculation and the spread of the highly contagious Delta variant. And fuck you, YouTube, you motherfuckers. You want to fucking take me off here for telling the truth to people that already fucking know that you're a bunch of goddamn fucking liars? You sons of fucking bitches, I hope you burn in hell. This is freaking ridiculous that we have to freaking monitor what we say and safeguard our words because we're afraid we're going to get kicked off these pissant fucking social media pages. Fuck you. That's what I got to say. Kick me off. I don't give a shit. I'll start another page, spread the word, and I'll do it on there until I get kicked off that one, and then I'll start a freaking another one. This is bullshit. Your little COVID freaking boxes that you put on all our posts that are provedly freaking true, okay? The statistics don't lie, okay? And while you're lying-ass freaking media, your freaking child pedophile, freaking homosexual pissant miscreants, okay, is what they are, sitting here trying to instill and inflict fear upon everybody. God help you people if you're buying into this bullshit. You know, we got Rand Paul calling Fauci out. These people will sit there and lie and lie and lie. Rand Paul wrote up one side of Fauci and down the other, calling flat out, you're a Trump, you're, you're a freaking liar. You're a freaking liar. You know, federal lawsuit seeks immediate halt of COVID vaccines, cites whistleblower testimony claiming CDC is undercounting vaccine deaths. Of that, I have absolutely no fucking doubt. Just like they overcounted the deaths because of the freaking bullshit, COVID-19. Okay, this is horseshit. And to think that this, this video is going to be taken down off of YouTube, they're going to delete my page after tonight, I assure you, by tomorrow morning, Ezekiel's army will not exist. Because we are simply reading facts that you can find any place on the internet. It is truth. It is contrary to the freaking agenda they hope to inflict upon these people, good people, scaring the living shit out of innocent, helpless, freaking elderly, okay? Probably trying to kill them off because they owe too much money back to uh, Social Security that they robbed our senior citizens of. You lying, thieving son of a bitches. So we can go to the Deagle report. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this. International man. Deagle is a private online source for the military capabilities of the world's nation states, meaning it, it covers and makes predictions according to all nation states, Israel, Egypt, everybody, okay? America, it recently released a shocking five-year forecast. Now, folks, this isn't some podunk tinfoil hat, far fringe, left or right organization. This is an organization that makes predictions 
based on the algorithms from all nation states around the world. And this is what they got to say. The report analyzes countries by projected population size, GDP, defense budget, and more. Okay, so they do a lot of math. In it, they predict a 70% reduction in the size of the United States population over the next five years. It goes on to say that this is a bold prediction, okay? Doug Casey, is. this is what he's got to say. I've got to say that I wasn't familiar with Deagle. It keeps a low profile, and it does. Deagle is in the same business as James, which has been in the business of analyzing weapons systems for many decades. A look at the Deagle website, which is quite sophisticated, makes it clear we're not dealing with some blogger concocting outrageous clickbait. It seems to be well-connected with defense contractors and government agencies like the CIA. They predicted that about 70% of the U.S. population and about the same percentage in Europe is going to disappear by 2025. It's hard to believe that anybody in that, their position would make a forecast like that. There's no logical business reason for it, especially since it was done before the COVID hysteria gripped the world. It stretches a reader's credibility. But could it possibly happen? It would be the biggest thing in world history, not to mention it would go right along with biblical prophecy, so let's not leave that part out. But does it have a basis in reality, or is it just some bizarre trolling exercise? It's hard to take almost anything from any source at face value these days, we all know that. But for the last several years, we've been saying that World War III would basically be a biological war. But of course it would have substantial conventional nuclear, space-based, and AI computer elements as well, but its most serious component will be biological. So basically, this organization that would rather not be found out, they don't want us reading their findings, are estimating that 70% of the European and U.S. population will have disappeared, died, vanished within the next five years. Kind of goes along with all of the information we're gathering on people that are being vaccinated. Not to mention it is biblical. Zero COVID, okay? The idea that heavy-handed government edicts and population controls can permanently eliminate a coronavirus from a country is now failing spectacularly everywhere it is being tried. Everywhere. You're not going to read about it in Western corporate press agencies, but zero COVID nations are seeing explosions in COVID-19 cases across the board. The widely praised success story, countries that followed the radical ideology that is zero COVID have not only failed to contain a virus, but are now witnessing the uncontrolled spread of that virus in their population centers. The governments committed to this pseudo-scientific totalitarian adventure are scrambling for options. In other words, they're trying to reinforce the lies because they know it's all lies. They're responding by locking down their nations and further violating the right of their citizens. The lid has flown off of the zero COVID pressure cooker, revealing the shortcomings of such a reckless ideological endeavor. Australia is arguably the most dedicated large nation to a zero COVID strategy. The country has been closed off from the vast majority of the world since the beginning of this COVID mania. Even many Australian citizens have been unable to enter or leave their country. Australia has pursued so many lockdowns that it's pretty much impossible to keep track of what number we're currently at. They're under right now 
a 100% lockdown in Australia, city by city by city. They are falling hook, line, and sinker for this globalist bullshit agenda because they've got another patsy, not quite as dumb as uh, Snippy Joe Squishy Pants the pedophile, but no less evil. Zero COVID has been an unmitigated disaster, okay, completely. The elimination strategy has unsurprisingly failed to permanently move cases to zero, and it never will. So they're locking down, let's see, what do we got? They're locking down on Thursday, Melbourne and Sydney, Australia's two largest cities, enacted yet another lockdown. You cannot leave your premises without good cause. Okay, this is Melbourne's fifth lockdown in the span of a year and a half. This is the insanity that they're following, folks. Vietnam, labeled a zero COVID success story by the corporate press for its ultra stringent policies cases are now exploding in Vietnam. The government in full panic mode has responded by locking down major cities only for the case count to continue to move upwards. So in Australia, out of 85,000 people, 0.135% tested positive, but they're recalling the testing kits as well. The, the individual that developed the testing kits said they have a 97% failure rating, okay? So there's only a 3% accuracy, especially according to the standards that our current medical professionals, if you can fucking call these hacks that, okay? Especially by the standards they've said, they said everybody would come up positive, okay? But it's got a 97% failure rating according to the individual that developed the testing kits. South Korea, Seoul set up one of the most intrusive COVID surveillance regimes in the world applauded by authoritarians as a country that had its priorities in order, okay? South Korea was supposedly the model contact tracing nation. Today, South Korea is seeing record numbers across the board. This week, the country has seen record caseloads. Zero COVID has failed in South Korea as well, and the government has responded by restricting rights even further. Do you see where this is heading, folks? Okay, and they wanna come knock on our fucking doors to ask us if we've been vaccinated, they ought to be punched in the frickin' throat. Singapore, once a zero COVID nation in good standing with the radical ideologues, public health experts, the government in Singapore wised up and decided last month to drop the idea of forever eliminating a minimally threatening epidemic virus. Minimally threatening, I think, is still an understatement. It is a non-threatening endemic virus, okay? It's a joke. China, same thing. China is lying about its COVID numbers and just about everything else. No freaking surprise. The Chinese Communist Party claims to be a zero COVID participant. We know that's true, right? Because they said it. Yeah. But in reality, Beijing has been fooling the world about mitigation and suppression successes since day one of the COVID mania. Thailand, same thing. A widely praised success story for its strict lockdowns and other draconian policies in pursuit of zero COVID is setting its own COVID case records. Yeah, that's a fact. New Zealand, same thing, which has been in a self-siege since the beginning of 2020, remains completely committed to a zero COVID elimination strategy. Like Australia, the country has set up quarantine camps for people who have been granted access to the nation due to isolation-related COVID immunity debt. The country is seeing skyrocketing hospitalizations among children who are not threatened by COVID-19. Yeah, imagine that. 
yeah so this is just a few folks we can go on and on this this just it, it, it's it, it's never-ending it, it's a joke something else I want to talk about which is kind of intriguing okay anytime they say multinational you can just substitute the term multinational for United Nations but brother Rob had gotten a hold of me a couple months ago and I think you remember me mentioning this he had gotten a hold of me and talked to me about a good friend of his that was being uh, gainfully employed by the US military to take down power lines on a far five-mile stretch of M32 up toward Onaway more toward the east of where I'm at uh, more toward the east northeastern area of uh, Michigan but they were this this individual is being employed to take down all the cable lines all the power lines that crossed over m32 okay and we thought hmm that's kind of strange and we knew what it was for it has to be for landing military uh, airplanes okay so then here we are three months later and it says Air Force test military aircraft landing on portion of Michigan State Highway now why would they be doing that is this for a foreign invasion that they would be doing this would this be part of their strategy to bring into submission the American people? The fact that we even have to question their motives tells you what a pathetic state of affairs this nation is in today, that there is absolute disconnect between the government that was elected by the people for the people, okay, to represent us when in fact they're just selling our asses down the freaking pipe and we are probably truly fucked. I don't know if there's any way out of this, folks. You know, like I said, I think there's just small little pockets of America that remain anymore. They might be the size of a community. These little pockets of the remaining America might be a neighborhood. Maybe it's as small as three houses or even as small as a single piece of property in the wilderness. But one thing's for sure, the Republic is all but dead, okay? Sure. We can fight, but I think Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants the pedophile said it best, that uh, we don't have nukes and we don't have F-15s or F-16s, okay? So there's only so much you're going to be able to do. But regardless, we have to fight back, folks. We cannot stand still for what they are inflicting upon the good people of not only this nation, but the world. The, the Michigan Department of Military and Veterans Affairs announced on Thursday that a portion of Michigan State Highway M32 in Alpena County will be closed on August 5th. The Air Force plans to close a portion of M32 for five hours to test their ability to land military aircraft on roadways. The Michigan Department of Transportation will close M32 from east of Heron Road to west of King Settlement Road from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. During the exercise, traffic will be detoured on M65. Worth Road, US 23, and Ripley Street. The closure will be posted on MDOT's travel information website. Like I said, this is, and when they call it a multinational exercise, again, substitute the term multinational for United Nations. U.S. foreign military units to gather in northern Michigan for war simulation. Of course, they do this every year, folks. But again, this is another one of those what they deem a multinational military exercise. Military personnel from all over the United States and three foreign countries will converge in northern Michigan this summer for an annual war simulation training known as Northern Strike, officials said. Now, I would like to think 
that the goodwill of mankind still exists and that our military still represents and is here to protect our borders and the American people. But again, the true sad and pathetic state of affairs in the world today is simply that we cannot trust our government any longer. Not that we ever could, of that I am certain, but the fact is that things have deteriorated to such a point and degree that everything they say do is a lie. And it has definitely never been good for the American people. Military personnel from July 31st uh, to August 14th, the Michigan National Guard will host about 5,100 participants from three U.S. Army components, U.S. Air Force activity duty and guard, U.S. Marine and U.S. Navy components, plus units from the United Kingdom, Latvia, and Liberia at the National All-Domain Warfighting Center, according to the news release from Michigan Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. This is going to take place, as I said, at Camp Grayling. The Maneuver Training Center and Alpena Combat Readiness Training Center, 148,000 acres of maneuver space and more than 17,000 square miles of special use airspace. Yeah, I forgot this was up here. Folks, as I've said before, go to Hillsdale College, donate some money, even if it's $5. This is a fantastic organization. So one of the things I'd like to talk about tonight too, folks, there's so many things that take place that never find the ears of the general public. They seldom make the airwaves of our bullshit, lamestream media. But one of them is called the Abraham Accord. And this is just one of many types of treaties and agreements that have been made and why they keep this from the eyes of the public is really beyond me. You know, we can look at the Trumpet. Uh, this is a really good site. You, you can write some of these sites down, folks. They're full of information. But you think, these days there's a lot of talk about the end of days, watching our world convulsing, seeing events destabilizing and growing more dangerous. Many people, whether religiously minded or not, are paying more attention to all types of dire prophecies, including those involving blood moons and red heifers, which is a sacrificial calf for the uh, um, Jews. Journalists and everyday people are actually wondering openly about supernatural signs, massive cataclysms, and the end of the world. They're wondering if we're facing events described in Bible prophecy. In recent decades, it seems that every few years someone comes along with a new prediction. They've done this for years. I've heard it, and it's so freaking ridiculous. Predictions of the catastrophic end of the world as we know it, and then those predictions prove to be false over and over again, okay? Typically, they come from these fringe religions, you know, Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, um, and if you're one of those, if you have a problem with me saying that, come talk to me and we'll discuss the eschatology of both of those religions, not to mention Mormonism and Catholicism. We can discuss all of those. I actually rather enjoy it. This problem of failed prophecy has plagued many religions for thousands of years. This is nothing new. People predicting Jesus Christ's return have set dates, then shifted the dates when those dates came and went. Uh, some have subsequently adopted theories that Jesus Christ has returned, uh, hence the Jehovah's Witness, you know, that he returned secretly. But most have just grown uncomfortable with the entire subject of end-time prophecy, which you can find in most churches. They are pretty much hush-hush about it. And then they pushed it far into the background. 
Though headlines about prophecy are circulating again, Bible prophecy is still widely considered a far fringe subject. Doctrinally, different Christian groups hold very different views regarding the end of the world. The, spectru uh, the spectrum runs from vociferous street corner preachers to scoffers whose views are virtually secular and whose disbelieve altogether the return of Christ. Bible bookstores stock numerous publications attempting to explain end-time prophecy, interpreting mystery of various prophetic symbols, with one book contradicting the next. I think the Bible says something um, of many books. Of, of books, there are many. Be cautious not to grow weary reading them. I don't. That's not verbatim, but that's pretty much what it says. In other words, be cautious what you read. Stick to the Bible. Okay. But in the Bible, the time of the end describes the period leading up to the return of Jesus Christ, or Yahushua, okay? The word, the names, Jesus Christ, should really not be used, but that's a whole different life feed in and of itself. His true name is Yahushua. It denotes the period just prior to the end of civilizations ruled by men and the beginning of Yahushua's rule over the earth. The Bible describes this period as filled with unprecedented violence. Violence that almost annihilates all human life. And so that is why people think of Bible prophecy when they see news reports about terrorism, religious clashes, trade wars, radical regimes, and weapons of mass destruction. Yahushua was a prophet. He prophesied throughout his ministry just before he was crucified in his most crucial prophetic message, the Olivet Prophecy. They call it the Olivet Discourse. It's just a fancy name, okay? Yahushua said, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender, and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. When they talk about this, when they talk about when his branch is yet tender, and putteth forth leaves, this is about Israel becoming a nation state, and coming back on the global stage. It is coming back into existence. That is what it means. And then it goes on to read, that surely these prophecies shall all be fulfilled before this generation passes away. A generation roughly about 70 to 75 years. Folks, we are nipping at the doors of that timetable. Now, I'm not here making predictions. I'm here telling you that there are a lot of things that very few people know anything about. I don't know how many of you remember back. This started back in 2016. But we all know that the Bible talks about a one-world religion, okay, the Antichrist, coming on scene, okay, in a one-world religion. Any of you that haven't watched the video from Babylon to America, write that down and watch it. It is a phenomenal video, and this man takes you biblically, okay, biblically, very important, through the history of humanity from biblical times preceding the birth of our Savior to current day events. It is a phenomenal video. I strongly, strongly recommend that all of you watch that. 
But back in 2016, there was an announcement of the Krizlam Abraham Accord between Israel and the UAE was missing link needed to launch the Vatican Abrahamic Faiths Initiative. There could be no denying what is plain and obvious and right before our eyes, so we say with complete certainty that the Abraham Accord announced that morning is absolutely the culmination of all the work done, okay? Pope Francis and the Vatican in creating the one world religion of Chrislam. Today, Chrislam uh, took a giant step forward in realizing the signing of what will culminate in the seven-year covenant foretold in Daniel 9.27. So, when you look at this, the Abraham uh, Accord will connect Israel and Abu Dhabi, where the Chrislam headquarters, known as the Aramaic Faith House, is located. But the announcement of that, of a peace treaty between the Jews and the Arabs contained within the Abraham Accord, brokered by Jared Kushner. Now, for those of you that don't remember who he was, that is the son-in-law of the illustrious Donald Trump, who is not going to come and save you, okay? Bank on it. But he and the Trump administration sent shockwaves throughout the Bible prophecy world. But it's only hours later as the dust begins to settle that the true picture of what actually took place comes fully into view. The Abraham Accord is the missing link the Vatican needed to complete its launch of Chrislam, otherwise known as the Abrahamic Faiths Initiative. When you lay all the cards on the table, the picture becomes absolutely stunning. Take a look at the rough timeline leading up to the announcement of the Abraham Accord. And you can tell me if it all connected or not. Chrislam, the one world religion from Revelation 13, goes by many names. And you will see most of it, if not all of them, listed below. I'm going to read them. Whether they called it the Abraham Accord, the Abrahamic Family Initiative, or any such variation, it all means Chrislam. That is what took place that morning in the White House under the Trump administration. And don't forget about uh, his move creating Jerusalem, okay? This has sent shockwaves through anybody who knows anything about biblical prophecy. The timeline of the Vatican and the Pope Francis in creating Chrislam, known as the Abrahamic Face Initiative. January 11, 2016, Pope Francis releases a one-world religion prayer video saying all faiths are the same. Pope Francis sent the first shot across the prophecy bow for 2016, clearly stating his desire to unite the world's religions and create a one global religion that will combine elements of Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, and Judaism. Francis repeatedly states that we are all children of God. Of that, I have no doubt. But the fact of the matter is, we are not all worshiping the same God. No matter what our faith or religious beliefs might be, he goes on to say, this is in direct opposition to the Bible, which states that only when born again in Yahushua, washed in the blood of the cross, alone can we ever be called God's children. May 23rd of 2016, Pope Francis and Sunni Islam's top imam hold historic meeting at the Vatican. The first Vatican meeting between the, world, the leader of the world's Catholics and the highest authority in Sunni Islam marks the culmination of a significant improvement in relations between the two faiths since Francis took office in 2013. Now keep in mind, folks, 
that this is where they create the false peace treaty and rise up against Israel. Okay, that is what the book of Revelation talked about. Is the false treaty, the seven year false treaty, which is the seven years of tribulation that I assure you, whether you are saved or not, whether you are born again or not, you're going to endure seven years of tribulation. That is a fact. So it started in 2016, goes all the way through the End Times Universal Peace document, okay? Pope Francis signed with Islamic leader, creates Chrislam officially, February 25th of 2019. The firm conviction that authentic teachings of religions invite us to remain rooted in the values of peace, to defend the values of mutual understanding, human fraternity, and harmonious coexistence, to reestablish wisdom, justice, and love, and to reawaken religious awareness among young people so that future generations may be protected from the realm of materialistic thinking and from dangerous policies of unbridled greed and indifference that are based in the law of force and not on the force of law. And that was from the Declaration of Human Fraternity. Pope Francis in 2019, January, <coughs> calls for major theological reforms in Catholic schools in order to promote common mission with Islam and Muslims. Do you see how dangerous this is, folks? August, same thing, Pope Francis issues the order creating Global Chrislam Committee to implement his decree on human fraternity for world peace, signed uh, in the UAE back in February. And it just goes on and on. And they've been at this ever since. 2020, Pope Francis opens May 14th, Chrislam World Day of Prayer for Humanity by commanding his one world religion followers to pray to their gods. Folks, this is exactly how the Antichrist comes into existence. This is the stage being set. And so as we look around at all of these things going on around us, okay, and it's not that natural disasters, it's not that man-made disasters created by government and other entities haven't existed before, folks, but this is a culmination of all things all at once. We have a bumbling fool in charge of the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. I assure you the sniffy Joe Squishy Pants, the pedophile, is not running this nation. The seven-year peace treaty. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3 through 12 tells us that this man, man of rebellion, the son of hell, known as the Antichrist, will not come until the one who is holding him back steps out of the way. Okay? Now, the one holding him back is Yahuwah. Okay? God. And when that day and time comes, the trumpet of God will sound, and all believers, the church, will be raptured. Okay? So they say, again, You've got to listen to this doctrine, folks. Rapture does not appear in the book. This is going to be a resurrection of those who sleep in Yahushua. But it's only going to happen after the tribulation. Regardless, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come unless there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Okay, so think about that for a second. It says that that day shall not come unless there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. They say that this is going to happen time 
and times and half a time, which is three and a half years into the tribulation, the Antichrist will set himself up in the new temple and declare himself God of all creation. This is the Antichrist. The Bible tells us that there will be many Antichrists. Okay, but there is one in the end days. Okay. And so these people that say that we're just going to be raptured up before the tribulation begins, and I don't want to get sidetracked here and get off on a completely different subject, but it's really important, folks, that you understand when I say prepare and be ready for what is coming, folks, the stage is set. The technology that exists today is what is going to allow the remainder of all biblical prophecy to take place. It couldn't have happened 10 years ago. It could not have happened 15, 20, 30, 50 years ago. Today, all of the game pieces are in place, and I assure you that every last word prophesied in the Bible pertaining to the end days can take place now because of technology. You look back, and I remember thinking that. How would it be that no man could buy or sell lest he have the mark in his right hand or in his forehead? Okay? And don't listen to these whacks, these quacks, okay, that talk about, oh, it's just a mentally perceived, okay, notion because you're following the Antichrist with your mind. So that is what is going to be in your head or in your right hand. Or, or that the right hand, because they say it's in the right hand, that that's because with your right hand, you create agreements. This is bullcrap. It's absolute bullcrap. It is not biblical. There's not one word of correct eschatology found in this straight from hell doctrine that these people shovel. It's nonsense. So it says right here to any of those who are into the pre-trib, okay, it says let no man deceive you by any means, okay? So I'd say that's, that's cause to listen here. For that day shall not come unless there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sitteth as God in the temple of God, showing himself to be God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed at this time. So in other words, our Heavenly Father is going to pull back the restraints put on Satan, put on Lucifer, put on the Antichrist. Okay, He is going to pull back. In other words, he is going to remove his blessing from humanity. And he is going to unleash evil unlike anything that has ever been seen before in the history of man. That's what the Bible tells us, folks. Okay, That's not my opinion. And so again I say, for the first time in human history, you look at CERN, you look at D-Wave computers and D-Wave technology, you look at the fact that now you can truly be prevented from buying or selling anything in this world. Which is why I say stock up, because when they shut those gates, folks, misery is going to follow immediately. But it goes on to say, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now holdeth back will hold him back until he is taken out of the way. And shall then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. 
even him whose coming is according to the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all the deceit of unrighteousness in those who perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. I'm going to read that again. And for this cause, Yahuwah shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So he's going to be Satan's tool full of satanic power and will trick everyone with strange demonstrations and will do miracles. This is what the Bible says. He will fool those who have said no to the truth and have refused to let the truth save them. So Yahuwah will allow them to believe lies with all of their hearts. We are seeing that already today, folks. Look how easily it has been to turn one human being against the other. Easy, with no truth, no fact, nothing but lies. But yet these people fervently believe these lies with all of their hearts. So much so, they are turning on their families. Remember the biblical prophecy that said that children will turn their parents over and parents will turn their children over and brother against brother, that they will turn them over to the courts and synagogues to be put to death for his namesake. I think you can clearly see now how easy that can be accomplished. This Antichrist will bring false hope and peace to the world, and it will do what no one else has ever been able to do, bring Israel and Palestine together, which is exactly why I told you about the Abraham Accord. In fact, the king will make a seven-year peace treaty with the people. And there will be peace for three and a half years, which is like I said, these people, these pre-tribbers, when it goes back to this that says, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come unless there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. This is what they're talking about, and that is what I said. Three and a half years in to the seven-year peace treaty, which is the beginning of the tribulation period, which is the beginning of this seven years. After that, the Antichrist is going to break his pledge and stop the Jews from all of their sacrifices, which is the red calf, which is what the red heifer, which is what I wrote about. And he himself will set in the temple proclaiming to be God. This is called the abomination of desolation, spoken of by the, uh, Daniel the prophet. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, meaning seven years. Okay, a day is a year in the Bible. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation. And the determined shall be poured upon the desolate. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of de desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them be in Judea, flee unto the mountains. And when you see this, Yahushua said to flee to the mountains, for then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been seen since the beginning of the world, or ever shall be. And unless those days be shortened, no one would have survived. When ye therefore shall be, see the abomination of desolation, spoken of in Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, 
then let them that be in Judea flee to the mountains. Period. Let him that this this is how fast this is going to happen, folks. Okay, this is how quick things are going to change. Okay, this is what it says in the Bible. Okay, so for everybody that thinks, oh, I got time, I'm going to go on my vacation, and I'm not saying don't enjoy life, folks. I'm not saying live in fear. I'm not saying live in this constant combative state of 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 fear. What I'm saying is. Give it its due diligence and pay attention to what's going on in the world, folks, because we are heading as a world, not just as a nation, but as a world. We are heading for some very, very difficult times. The Bible goes on to say, Let him that is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him that is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. That is how fast it is going to change. That is how fast violence and treachery is going to be unleashed on humanity. If you read your Bible, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of biblical prophecies written about the end days folks okay this isn't just something you find in a newspaper this is what's taking place around the world right now the United Nations has been identified as Christian versus Muslim battleground for the final war of the Messiah okay the United Nations and the Catholic Church I promise you are going to play enormous roles in the advent and introduction of the Antichrist onto the global stage. I assure you, he is already walking the face of the earth, breathing air like you and I. The machine has been built for him to take control. All we're waiting on is that last cataclysmic event that is going to send the entire world into chaos, where everybody is going to be willing because of absolute fear. It says the men's hearts will fail them for fear of what is coming upon the earth. Think about that. Men's hearts, heart attacks. People are going to have heart attacks because of fear. And we've already seen how easily it is to instill fear on a global population. And so we look at this bullshit that they're inflicting upon us nonstop, never giving anybody any ray of hope, but always gloom and doom and death okay and that there's only one way out and that's to take their poisonous serum into your veins we already have seen this and yet so many people family members of ours friends people that said they would never take it have given in to peer pressure and taken it and that is exactly what's going to take place folks and when it comes to taking the mark of the beast that is how it is going to happen families peer pressure take it take it you can't buy you can't sell you're gonna to starve to death you can't get a job you can't go to the hospital you can't get gas in your vehicle you can do nothing how many people are truly prepared mentally physically and spiritually for something like that and don't think that it can't happen folks it's happening right now as I speak it is happening they're implementing it right now We can look at the coming invasion of Israel over 2,500 years ago. Yahuwah revealed to his prophet Ezekiel a monumental event that would take place in the last days. He declared that towards the end of the current age, Israel would spring up from the grave of history. 
and take its place among the countries of the world. That is the verse I read you. This is amazing because for 1800 years the country of Israel was absolutely non-existent. The Roman Empire dispersed the Jews throughout the world never to return to the land of Israel. However, God, Yahuwah, had other plans for the Jews. Resurrection of Israel. Many nations will attack it. Scholars have determined that the list of these nations in this prophecy include Russia, Iran, Turkey, and other Islamic states. Today's headlines show that these countries are forming the alliances that God, Yahuwah, foretold. Iran is Persia of old, that is what Iran was in the biblical times, was Persia, is developing nuclear power and threatens to wipe Israel off the map. Russia is returning to its dictatorial past. These countries will invade Israel because Yahuwah declared they would. It is going to happen, folks, and we have seen this unlikely triad of Russia, Iran, and Turkey joining forces. We are seeing the the false seven-year covenant being forged under the Trump administration with his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who is, by the way, Jewish. Hard to believe, isn't it? This will be to their detriment because Yahuwah also states in this prophecy that he will protect Israel and that in his fury he will pour out his judgment on all of these nations. Folks, we are living in some extremely exciting times. I mean, we could be afraid, we can live in fear, but the fact of the matter is, and I've read this before, and I think it's in Psalms, let me pull this up, I'm going to read this again, Psalms 91, if I'm not mistaken, and let's just pull this up and see what we got here. I think I've got it right. And it is, and I'm going to read this because, like I said, there's nothing that angers Satan more than reading the word of our Heavenly Father out loud. And this is what it says in Psalms 91, and I've read this before, folks, and this is for everybody, and I read this fairly regular, but this is what it says. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. We could apply COVID-19 to that, couldn't we? He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, The Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life, and will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's quite a promise, especially living in the world we live in today. 
but I think it's I think it's applicable to what we're enduring. Yahuwah declares that in the latter days, in the latter days, an army consisting of several countries will come against Israel. The result of this invasion is all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence, and the mountains shall be thrown down, and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground, pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his bands, and upon the many people that are with him, and overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. This is an accurate description of what is going to take place during the tribulation period. So you can bank that this invasion is going to occur around that time. So like I said, this is probably the end and demise of Ezekiel's army on YouTube. I'm certain that once this video is published, they're going to erase this page. So stay tuned to find out what the next page is because I promise you the very next day or the same day, I will create a new one and we'll just pick up right where we left off. Yeah, Kathy, I'll read that out loud too. Thanks, Kathy, for sharing that. I saw they will activate the jab with a see-through tattoo on the right hand or forehead. Yep. Yep, and Dave DeNoyer. I heard a scholar speak of Jared being a major player in the end times events. Yeah, me too, Greg, and I'm glad to hear that. You know what? If I go on my knees, it's because I'm praying, I assure you. Glad you made it, Troy. Yep, so, and Ryan just shared, Kalkaska Public Schools about to mandate masks for three-year-olds and up. Folks, I am imploring you. I am imploring you. I don't know what sacrifices most people are willing to make on behalf of their children or on behalf of the betterment of humanity in general or as a whole. But I will say this, to say you love your children, to say you love your grandchildren is to ensure that they do not step foot again inside the walls of a public school. We've talked at great length about their intent. They have become nothing more than indoctrination centers to introduce them into that world that they should believe a lie. We have been lied to even back when I was in school. I can look back on the lessons I learned and see how indoctrinated I had become. And as I look back upon the people I used to call friends years ago, I cannot believe that these people actually were my friends because I have absolutely nothing in common with them. I was surrounded by what we would call today liberal progressives all of them, anti-gun, ignorant, keen to take the jab, just buying all in 100% into this bullshit lying propaganda. And meanwhile, these social media pages, these freaking Satan's tomb is what these places are, continue these lies and people are just sucking it up, giving into peer pressure, knowing full well that they shouldn't do it. What compels a human being to 
abandon their beliefs and submit and succumb, I'll never ever understand it. I would rather take a profuse ass beating than give in. Andrea Sheard, the pedophiles, Department of Justice just relieved five Chinese spies. Not surprised. Everything they do, folks, everything they are doing, our borders are in absolute collapse. Yeah, exactly, Kathy, Jay's sister. I know, and I know many others. I, I think we would be absolutely petrified if we knew exactly how many people have actually died because of this poisonous serum that they're injecting into human beings. So I'm going to ask tonight, what else has anybody got out there? Anybody have any information that they'd like to share? Let's see, let's put this up. Show. I don't know why they do that. Fuck them, unless they post the U.S. military outside my door, I will do as I please because this is America. I know the free home of the brave and my God-given rights. I will not fear this government. Absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree more, Rodney. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Biden is a disgrace to humanity, period. Not just this nation, just to humanity. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Glad you're here. Glad you're here, Jay. Switch over to see if the sound was better. Is it any better, Rodney? Is the sound any better here than it was the other? Got everything turned up, too. I hope hope everybody's not struggling with... Maybe I'm due for a new microphone and camera. So they wouldn't be completely... Yeah, good. I'm glad. So anyway, folks, please don't think for one second that things are going to get better, that in 2024 that Donald J. Trump is going to surge back into the global spotlight and become the President of the United States again. I don't believe that there's going to be much of a nation left by 2024. I, I hope and pray there is, and I don't mean to sound like a pessimist. I am indeed an optimist, but I'm a realistic optimist. And things are looking pretty bleak. Looking at what they're doing to these countries around the world. And think about this, folks. Okay, think about this for a second. This is just one more layer to add to all this. Okay, so you look at countries like Australia, Vietnam, Thailand, all these other countries. Think about one thing. Well, two things, really. One is that this country produces nothing. Okay, we produce nothing but debt. That's what this nation produces. Petrodollars and debt. That being said... Look at all of these other countries that produce the things that we use in our day-to-day -day lives. Clothing, boots, socks, clothing, like I said, uh, food, medical supplies, car tires, um, mechanical parts, computer parts, uh, chips for our vehicles. All of these things are produced by these nations that are going into absolute lockdowns. What is that going to do to the supply chain? So when I tell you to go out and buy these things that you're going to need. It's not just because of what's happening here in the U.S. This is because of what's happening globally, folks. They have desperately and drastically interrupted the supply chain around the world. And that is their goal, is to implode the entire supply chain. 
think about the droughts on top of that in all of our western, southwestern, and midwestern states. Look at the the, the brevity of these droughts decimating crops. Brother Ryan told me about a cotton farmer that several cotton farmers where individuals came up paid them 30 cents more a pound or a ton or whatever it is however they sell cotton a ton of cotton to be a lot of cotton and then they burn it what is that going to do and why is this taking place with all of the people they say that are going without in this world they would rather burn it destroy it kill it under rather than supply these nations that are in desperate need of these things. We take it for granted here still in America, folks, because most of us on here probably have it pretty good. But the fact of the matter is that we're going to feel the pain too. Don't be afraid to go down to the store and pick up $100, $500, a $1,000 worth of food, water, medical supplies, extra clothing, folks, because Think about it, when your boots wear out, how many people out there have an extra pair of boots? How many people out there have an, uh, an extra supply of socks or underwear or blue jeans, pants? I've gotta buy new jeans about once every four to six months. Shirts, warm weather clothing. Uh, the list just goes on, it's infinity. We, we, it, it's really hard to Think about all of the things that we consume and utilize in our everyday life. We can think about the ammunition and the guns and the, and the simple shit, okay? That's stuff that just automatically comes to mind. But think about all of the other things that we need and use. Board games, what if the internet goes down? Like I said, we're past the point of EMPs, folks. We're, in, we're at the point in technology where they could just shut the entire computer system down, the entire transportation system the entire fuel system the entire grocery system whatever it is they could shut it down I assure you if they haven't learned already how to do it they're working at doing it we don't need an EMP anymore all we need is a virus and they will decimate this nation and many others so folks please go out train practice your skills go camping Look at, you know, for those people that think we're going to just bug out and it's going to be this romantic time in the woods and we're going to eat squirrels and blue jays and all this shit, that's hogwash, okay? It is difficult and very unlikely that very many will ever survive in a bug out situation. You have to be geared. You are going to lose the elderly. You are going to lose the weak. You are going to lose people to infections for people that don't have antibiotics, hygiene, uh, dysentery. I mean, these things are game stoppers, folks. A freaking piece of wood in your eye that you can't get out. A metal shaving. A cut that gets infected. Stomach problems. Diarrhea. Constipation. Folks, you have to be geared for this stuff. Right now, we can just run up to Rite Aid and get it for six bucks. That may not be possible, folks. And this is the way you have to think. You have to cover all of your bases as best you can. See if I missed anything else on here. It was labeled as hyperactive in a piece of shit Catholic school and then put on drugs in the third grade. Yep, I know. There's a lot of kids that went through that. Crop killing, absolutely. Ryan. And I want to make sure I didn't miss anybody else. You guys share some pretty good stuff. So anyway, anybody that hasn't looked into the Abraham Accord, I strongly recommend that you read up on that. Very, very interesting read. 
and I'm going to say it again. If you haven't written it down, I recommend you do. There's a couple of videos I think you should watch, okay? And write these down, folks. Agenda, Grinding America Down, that is one name. That is the name of the, the video, is Agenda, Grinding America Down. I've talked about this one before. The other one is From Babylon to America. Those are two incredibly powerfully informative videos that I strongly, strongly recommend everybody watch. And if you want to see a nice exercise, a nice mental exercise in what happens in societal collapse, watch, uh, it, it is a uh, book that is read. It's narrated on YouTube and it's called One Second After. And I've talked about this before. It's lengthy. You will listen to this for a week straight at night. Myself, personally, it only took a couple days because I just couldn't shut it off. It was that interesting to listen to. And I've listened to it a couple times since, but that's one second after is the name of that video. Um, very, very good. So folks, be on guard. Don't submit. Say goodbye to Ezekiel's Army Channel because I assure you they're going to obliterate it as soon as this goes on. By tomorrow morning, it probably won't exist, and this video will be gone other than on Facebook. Nice thing is I download these videos to my computer, so I will be able to upload them back onto my website and other outlets. So we'll just see what's available to us, but I'm pretty certain that this one's going to be gone after shedding a little more light, which we already know. about this bullshit vaccination crack that they're implementing upon humanity. Love you guys. I appreciate all of you being here. Share this video with your friends, family. Um, if they're allergic to a little cussing, you might want to hold off. But uh, share this video, folks. Get the word out. Let's bring more people into this community if we possibly can because that window of opportunity is shrinking fast. And we need to spread the word to as many as we possibly can, as fast as we can, while there's still time. Love you guys. Pray you all have a great week. I pray that our Heavenly Father blesses, as always, you, your homes, your health, your loved ones and friends, your jobs, that you stay secure in your belongings. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next Sunday.